Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! I've been born ready. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and you're very welcome to another episode of Conversations with Cornelius. I am your host, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan uh, Esquire. Uh, today's date is the 25th of August, and summer is closing in upon us. Autumn is beckoning with her beautiful browns and reds and crumbling leaves. I've noticed them falling on the ground in my own home in the last day or so, and there's a little sense of winter is coming. And um, because I, and maybe that's because I've gone back and started watching Game of Thrones as well, because I was watching the new... Did you watch the new Game of Thrones thing that was out during the week, House of Dragon? There's no, a new thing. Have you I not... thought s- that ended like ages ago. Oh, man. There's a new show that started. It's basically Game of Thrones 200 years before oh, Game of Thrones. It good? It's like Game of Thrones. Yeah, but Game of Thrones but shit was bad at the end. Like. Uh, yeah, but what, it, I agree. <laughs> but it was... What was it like? Is dur- it what, was <laughs> it, what was it like during the beginning, the middle, the, the beginning, the middle and close to the end? It was amazing, That's wasn't true. it? So you just stop watching this show when it's when you can feel the ending coming. You just yeah. stop. It's yeah. House of Dragon, it's called. Oh, I nice. think. And um, it was on Sky Atlantic and it's fucking class. Um, there was no podcast last week, ladies and gentlemen. There was no podcast last week. Why was there no podcast last week, Cornelius? Because I took the week off, lads. I took the week off. I was super busy and I had a lot of shit going on. I was away with my kids um, and uh, I was up and down in Kerry and I had a load of gigs and I just had no time and I was I just kind of felt uh, an expectation. Uh, I had an expectation upon myself that if I didn't do it, I'd be a fierce loser. And uh, I was like, do you know what? You've done 84 episodes and you've not taken one break. Take this week off. Take the summer holidays for yourself. And I feel refreshed for it. I feel refreshed for it. And I'm delighted to be back. And um, I've got a very interesting podcast for us today. Um, and I'll get onto that there in a minute. But... Um, what else is going on? Um, what else is going on? It's been hot. It's been sweaty. Um, food. Do you eat a lot of food? I do eat a lot of food, yeah. 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 Are you addicted to food? Yeah, I think I need it to stay alive, really. That's yeah. how bad it is. Yeah, I have it every day. I think uh, if I don't eat it, I feel like I'm dying. Like, yeah. That's really how bad it's got now. Yeah, my, my food is shit, man. Even last night, now we did a gig in Kingdom, yourself and myself, and we came back to Mallow, and like at... 12 o'clock midnight we got big massive stodgy chips i think that's great food <laughs> <laughs> well i suppose potatoes are vegetables like you yeah, know yeah. um and like there was garlic sauce garlic is good for you yeah um cheese calcium I had, like, a few like bits of tomato in my taco chips that yeah was, yeah, it's, yeah. A vegetable. it's a salad you had a salad. You had a salad. We bought it salads. Yeah. I had a garlic salad. And you had a salad with garlic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, our food is great. Um, <laughs> we had a gig last night in the Kingdom Comedy Club um, down in Killarney. It was, um, yeah, it was a great gig last night, wasn't it? Whoop. Shout out Kingdom Club. Yeah, it was a great show, man. I had a lot of fun. Mm. Good audience. Very entertaining. There was a dog there. There was that a dog was in the audience. Dog, yeah. We had a new host last night, Colm Brosnan, Colin Brosnan from Tralee. Shout out to Colm. He listens to this podcast. Colm, um, I, I sprung it on Colm five minutes yeah. before the show. I was like, Colm, do you want to host tonight? And uh, he was like, what? 
what <laughs> fuck <laughs> what because I knew if I'd said it to him earlier in the day he'd be like overthinking it yeah, and, yeah. and he, he said to me afterwards that it was the right call because he was hung over um, but then yeah he went on and he hosted the show um, he did a great job did a great job I particularly liked how he closed out the show you know when you're hosting a show your job really is to make the audience feel at ease yeah. you know have a little bit of a banter with them find out where they're from make a little bit of fun of what they do and um, you know that's pretty much it maybe sachet in two or three minutes of your own material yeah. but it's not really about and if you can avoid it it's most of the time even better if you can avoid it I think yeah. it's nearly I personally think if you can get one or two lines in or one or two minutes in it always kind of gives them a glimpse that oh this yeah, guy yeah. could be could be funny as well you know yeah. but he did great he did great but he has to work on his outro you want to tell what his outro was last night? Do you want to tell the listeners how he uh. left the club go last night? Oh, was it the applause? Thing? Yeah. yeah, that was really funny. That was really funny. <laughs> the, when when uh, he made every act, he uh, round of applause for every act, and then he waited till the applause died completely before saying the next act's name, and the audience had to get going again, get excited <laughs> again, and then it went down again, and then the, the next act. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then he was um he was supposed to be like, uh, yeah, if you like us, follow us on social media, TripAdvisor. And he said, "Yeah, uh, g- give give uh, give this crowd a, f- a follow on TripAdvisor. I don't use it myself. I don't know if it's any good, <laughs> but they did say it to say it. So <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. He's, He's probably listening to this now. Uh, well done, Colm. Colm, you did a great job, and and he d- you did such a great job that we're he's he's back next week hosting yeah. as well. So um, if anyone is listening to this in Killarney should definitely come see him. Come great. and see He's him. Fantastic. Or anyone, if if there's anyone listening at all, mm. come and see him. Um, I, I yeah. developed a new character." last week I've been doing some sketches online GA sketches Connie Sullivan Junior A or Junior Football and Hurling Manager and I brought him onto stage last week brought him on twice into the Coco Club just five minute spots uh, just dressed up as the character and um, embodied him and kind of just did crowd work and I'm excited to develop that that's another little thing that came on um, that I did in the last maybe week or two since I was talking to you um, so I think that's all the news. That's the news I'm going and to bring on. This is the first, uh, first podcast on camera as well. That's big news. Oh, this is the yeah. fu- Yes, this mm. is the big news. Yeah, this is being filmed. This, <laughs> is, this is going to go on presumably YouTube. <laughs> Who knows? I, I've hear, I VHS hear, maybe. Well, you know, uh, let's not get carried away. <laughs> we might start with the cassettes. Yeah. You know, the, just a... Put the on a laser d- disc. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, laser? <laughs> what is this, 1984? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a very analog guy. And uh, Jane, or James, Dan is um, yeah, Dan is a, one of these new boomers. You yeah. boomer. New boomer, young yeah. boomer. Young boomer. Yeah. And um, I'm an analog. So he's all digital. And uh, yeah, I, bought, I had to buy a camera for the Coco Club because we, we do a lot of social media reels and all that kind of stuff. And Dan persuaded me to part with... 800 fucking euros for for a camera and uh, which is very cheap for a camera by the yeah, way yeah it sounds a lot okay <laughs> do you know how many cassettes I could buy for 800 euros like you any, know? Any and any I can tape over those cassettes any like. listener who knows uh, videos can be like what camera did you buy for 800 euros yeah and a lens we had to pay for it apparently we had to get a lens as well yeah, I, I don't know now like and he's a battery and a well. battery then on top of all of that I don't know I think if there's any listeners out there think that I've overpaid for it uh, let me know because I think I might have um, but it's been film now so it's been put to use and uh, it's great and we even used it down in the kingdom last night and it's great it's great Um, this is a bit of a random aside but this made me uh, reminded me of something funny that you just mentioned like Dan is one of those young boomers he helps me with the cameras and stuff Uh, because you know um, David McSavage 
Yeah. Comedian. He, he does a podcast now too and he put a story up which made me like burst out laughing because it reminded me so much of you where he was on this story <laughs> with like some young guy with the glasses and uh, hair and beard in the background. He's like, hi, I'm David McSavage. Uh, this is my friend York from Germany. He knows a lot about cameras <laughs> and he's coming in and filming my podcast every week because he knows more about technical stuff than me. Say hi, York. And he's like, hi. He's like, yeah, that's all from York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. That's it. He got his own Dan, like yeah, he's got his own Dan. <laughs> David McSavage has a Dan as well, and I would I would recommend everyone get a Dan. Dan, da, Dan, Dan. Get a German media guy, man. That's what you need. Yeah, but like you can stand on your own two feet now as well, man. You're a pretty accomplished comedian. Um, Thank you. You've got definitely better than York. Yeah, you're probably better than what's his name? York. <laughs> I would love to see. I would love a celebrity uh, boxing match myself and David. I'd love to kick the shit out of Dave McSavage. <laughs> All right. Uh, once I get my knee fixed, I mean, Dave, I'm calling you out. You fucking long string of uselessness. But I'm only going to do it. Could, if I, I think he, I think you you could take. You have to headbutt him, like I. And it would be it would be you. UFC. It would be yeah. none of this boxing Queensbury rules. It would be full on UFC. Yeah. He's way taller than me now as well. Yeah, he's so. got long arms. So you did boxing yeah. just to keep you at a range. But he smokes a lot of. Uh, I see him always smoking cigarettes. So uh, <laughs> what I would do is I just run around the ring for a bit. Tire him out. Tire him out. And uh, fucking <laughs> dig him. And if you, but the undercard is you. Versus Jörg. What is your, is that his name? Jörg, yeah. Jörg. Yeah, that'd be great, man. So Dave, fucking bring it on, bitch. Um, <laughs> we can put this out as a reel for the podcast. Definitely. Yeah, we're, like, we're David, have you seen this? <laughs> they have made fun of us. <laughs> <laughs> the other German guy. <laughs> I want to battle him. <laughs> Has Jörg got a TikTok uh, page? I don't know. I should yeah. really look into it. Fuck you, Jörg. <laughs> <laughs> I felt a bit of a place when I saw him. I felt a bit uh, outdated. Ladies and gentlemen, this week's guest, if you haven't already guessed it, is the only funny German, a.k.a. Dan Lucas. Dan Lucas, welcome to Conversations Hello. with Cornelius. Uh, Hello. How are you keeping? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That really gave me. I'm glad you made me remember that memory because that's been sitting in my head for a while and randomly makes me laugh <laughs> thinking of that. So I'm very happy I, now. Uh, can I call you Jörg? <laughs> if you want to, I don't even know who he's called. I just I, Jörg was the name that sprung to mind. You might have a completely different name. Is it? Is he? Is he actually Jürgen and he just wants to be cool and is like Jörg? Maybe. Maybe yeah. he is. Um, we're going to do trending topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, starring Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, and with me. special guest Dan Lucas. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hashtag Rosa Tralee. Oh, oh, that's the one where they it's that's like the the uh, pretty pretty lovely girls competition. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, kind lovely of. girls competition. It's, it, I suppose it's more of a lovely girls competition. That's what they call in Father Ted. Yeah, it's the only education I have. Yeah, where they all go, the old priests like you oh, have we'll to go. Be, we look at the lovely girls. You have to be between the ages of eighteen or is it seventeen mm. and um, thirty. I so find all that stuff weird. The beauty pensions, I find them weird, anyways. But it's it's more. Um, what do you know about Rosa Tralee? It's uh they they have to like what is it they have to be like interesting hobbies and stuff like yeah. that right like that yeah. sort of thing they like you sing and dance yeah yeah you can't like uh, how it, it like it, there's a big kind of gala on television and Dahi O'Shea comes mm. out and interviews the Texan Rose or the South African Rose or the German Rose for like three or four minutes. Just goes, hi, where are you from? What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. And then they have a little bit of a hobby that they do, like Irish dancing or singing or poetry. Yeah. It isn't really judged. I don't think it's judged for beauty, but I've never seen a minger 
mm. lose or win it you know that's Every- all that's i only see what people on instagram are talking about and people on instagram are like i just want one rose who's like at the, her wits end she's barely making her rent me and she smokes like 15 <laughs> fags a day <laughs> she like hates her husband she doesn't want to be there <laughs> like yeah that rose would never get past the qualifying rounds there's like a whole qualifying round season series like if you wanted to enter it you'd have to win the mallow rose and then the mallow rose goes towards the cork rose and then the cork rose big competition and then you get to represent cork but it's all over the world it's yeah. uh so it's uh, like your own miss universe sort of thing it's kind of the miss universe of ireland they do that too they they have like interviews with them and ask about hobbies and stuff it's just more obviously about swimsuit bodies as well yeah i would i i, I would l- i've never watched miss world but i would say that um again there's no mingers winning Miss World. No, like, no, absolutely know. not. And like, if you're good at the Irish, mingers sit in the in the jury at Miss World. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the ones who who pick it. Is yeah, it? Donald Trump was like the main juror for oh, like years, and he's the ugliest man on the planet. Like, <laughs> I think Donald is a right. I think he's fucking very attractive. Very attractive. <laughs> very, uh, very attractive. Very beautiful. <laughs> very beautiful. Kind. <laughs> uh, hashtag stand with Ukraine. Uh, yeah, good. Is there like a recent thing? Because there's a lot of fundraisers going around uh, just today and yesterday. Yeah. Is there like a recent event that's coming on? <laughs> I know that um, the war is six. Yesterday was uh, Ukraine's Independence Day, 30 years. Yes, of that's it. It was the Independence Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, it, but it also coincided with six months after the war. Mm. Uh, the, like that country's fucked, and they're they're heading in now to they're heading into winter now, and it's still yeah. raging. Like, and Zelensky came out yesterday and said. We are going to fight until the end. So they are not ever going to give up. Yeah. Right? They're never ever going to give up. And I admire that. But like, they're being wiped off the face of the earth by Russia. Like, Yeah, I, I don't know. Russia is not really making that much progress. They're, they're, they're not getting there. They're, they're slow. Like, But if you look at the progress they've made in six months, it's fairly substantial then. Yeah. They have half the country fucking colonized you know, within six months. They're, they haven't possibly slowed down. But that's they're probably just... You know, sending in reinforcements people and like solidifying to, what they people have. People like to overrate the strength of Russia as well because they're not a military powerhouse. They haven't been for like decades now. Ever since the the Eastern Bloc fell, they had one of the smallest armies for a country of their size. Yeah. So they're not powerful and they're not up to date with weaponry. I don't know, man. Uh, I, Ukraine I, is probably well more way armed. That's the only reason I believe they actually have. Well, have a what good do Ukraine shot. have as, as a massive advantage is that they have people arming them. They're actually like if they had yeah. to rely solely on their own. Um, munitions, they would be wiped out completely now, you know. Um, but like America are sending them in stuff, Ch- or no, UK are sending them in stuff. You guys, the Germans, are mm. sending them in a few bits and pieces. Plus, there's they've got their secret armies over there now as well. There's different armies like that are fighting for the Ukraine, like professional armies. Yeah. It's all mad stuff, man. It'll be all the war. It'll be all you know. I mean, I, I obviously no expert. All of us are just armchair here. Being exactly. Like, we've never seen a battlefield in our lives. Yeah. But if this was on Betfred, <laughs> <laughs> I would I would bet on Ukraine to win. I think to win the gonna, war. Yeah, I think they're gonna pull it out. So, so yeah, I hope you're right. I think they're gonna pull it out. I hope you're right. I think. Um, I think it's not beyond the realms of possibility that the mm. whole world could get involved in this. Yes, I was I mean? um, at the Coco the other weekend. There was these three girls at the front who were uh, they said they were from Montenegro, but uh, they were actually from Ukraine. Yeah, they're just light, so the show wouldn't get depressing. Yeah, so I was chatting to them afterwards, and uh, one of them was telling me like, "Oh, I was an officer in the war when it first started. I was like on battlefield all the time. I've been like involved in many battles and stuff." And I was just there like. Oh. 
And yeah, I go up and tell jokes sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and she was talking to me like I was the big act, being like, oh, yeah, we love what you do. And I was what? like, oh, what? my God, that's crazy. One second now. She was in the war. She's Six months ago, she was over there fighting. Yeah, it? yeah. Jesus Christ. And why did she leave? Uh, I don't didn't get that far. I'd I been, just found it incredible that yeah. like she could have been in, involved in multiple battles, come over and be like, it's so brave that you go up on stage and tell Joel. <laughs> she was saying that <laughs> yeah, to you. Yeah, she was saying that? that to me. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't think that's brave at all. <laughs> uh, it was a surreal experience, like yeah. really surreal. You should write a bit about that. Like That's like, uh, <laughs> I had a Ukrainian telling me recently that I'm so brave to do comedy. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, t- I just think I, I was it, speaking of Kingdom uh, of, of Cocoa Clubs um, um, and Kingdom earlier on. This was yesterday that the, they were doing, there was all uh, marches all across. Yeah. Uh, so they weren't doing anything in the Ukraine because it's too dangerous, even though they've tried, they're trying to start the football season up there again, which is madness because yeah, it's, mad. it's just fucking madness. It's but crazy. all across Europe, there was little, rat, little marches for them. And last night uh, at Kingdom, when uh, just at the break, just as James was coming off, I was closing the show and I said to myself, I just wanted to get away from the club for 10 minutes mm. and get into my head for my own set and, you know, just oxygenize and whatever. Yeah. And I walked down through, down through the town and uh, I saw the tail end of, um, of the parade and it was uh, about maybe... As I was going down onto the main street, um, there was about maybe 30 people coming up, walking up with the Ukraine flag, and they were all women, yeah. and it was uh, and children, and so it was about maybe like six or seven women, yeah, yeah. and the rest of them were all children aging up from like kind of, we'd say five up to eight, 16 or 17, right? But the women were really beautiful now. They were like really stunning, gorgeous women, and uh, I was thinking to myself, um, like, their lives are totally fucking different now. Like, yeah, they're yeah. walking here on this street. And they're all speaking in, presumably, what it was Ukrainian, you yeah, know? Yeah. And they all, like, looked healthy and happy and stuff like that. But, like, they're put into... Imagine if it happened here and I had to move to fucking the Ukraine for yeah. for um, for safety. And I was now living in a strange village in a tourist town in Ukraine and walking yeah. with some Irish people going freedom for Ireland. It could, it's just... Um, it's absolute madness, man. It's, it's absolute, absolute madness. madness. And it's all through some fucking bigger power players who are trying to make a profit of it. It's all yeah. of this is so annoying. Yeah. But solidarity. Stand with Ukraine anyways. That's... We yeah. Yeah. The Conversations Cornelius podcast supports Stand With Ukraine. Yeah, for the time being anyway. This is not a, <laughs> a Putin-sponsored podcast, no. in case you're wondering. <laughs> but, if you're, but if you do want to get in touch, and if the money is right, my ideology is up for sale. <laughs> I'll just go, I'll go behind enemy lines. Like, I get two, double pay, get something off Putin, oh, oh, nice. and then, like, I'll have to have some And then sort. you just never talk about the, uh, the conflict at all ever again. You Think just, about yeah. the Jeopardy pay, you know? Uh, it could be good. Hashtag landlords. Sorry, Vladimir, I was really, I was going to give you a shout out today. I just, it slipped my mind. <laughs> Sorry, Vlad. My mind. <laughs> I apologize. Listen, let's meet up for drinks later in the week. Or actually, would you like to go horse riding bear topless? Uh, <laughs> bear chested. <yeah. laughs> bear chested. I would love to do some of that. Um, ha- like he could literally send a nuke from fucking where he is now to blow up uh, the John Hume War Room here. Like you know, could if he ever send, if he ever even just launched a nuke, it would be picked up on radars immediately, and then uh, Russia would be decimated within like seconds. Yeah, but I'm gone. I can't see that thing. Yeah. Like you know, like I, am I going to die to fucking save the world? Yeah, yeah, but in the in maybe <laughs> you're not saving the world. You just oh. die, and as a consequence, yeah. <laughs> but I'd like, like to. I would die to save the world. Though. Would you die to save the world? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe it depends. Like, yeah. What What does it depend on? If it, do I? If 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 uh, the world dies, <laughs> will I still be alive? Like the world would be unchanged as all the humans are gone, or like 
the world stays exactly how it is, but all conflict stops, and um, everyone has to res- resolve things. No, no, fairly. Like, I mean, if everyone gets you wiped, die. if everyone gets wiped <laughs> out, do I stay alive on the planet? Because I'm just by myself, and the whole and the whole gaff is empty. Like that's so, quite fun. Yeah, would it? Yeah, would just, it be? But like, if, if all life is if all life is gone, it's just yourself on the planet. In you know, you you can get. If you have Wi-Fi, it'd be all right. I could perform in any club in the country, man. I can just yeah. fucking drive up. Yeah. I can just take steal a car, drive up, kill it. All the stage to kill it. Kill it all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag landlords. <laughs> landlords. Is that the other one? Oh, that's, that's probably the because one. the housing crisis, isn't it? That's always a big topic. It was trending. It was yeah, trending. Yeah. It's always trending over here. It's because you have a landlord. Horrendous. You're you're, you're renting uh, a house. What's uh, the old what's Terry your experience? Guy? He's nice. He's nice enough. He is uh, friendly to me. He's a bit weird with money. Uh, is he? But that's Kerry for you, man. Yeah. Kerry, Kerry. Uh, I, I have a few Kerry listeners. stereotypes out of this podcast. Okay? I, I, don't wanna, um, I think Kerry people are lovely, and I think they like spending money as well. Uh, I think they're great. <laughs> mm. Okay, I have a different opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married to a Kerry woman. It doesn't give you a blank check to fucking be I, racist against Kerry But it does now. give me a blank check to have a different opinion. Give us the Healy race. Uh, I didn't say anything about the Healy race. How dare you? How dare you? Uh, my experience is uh, when it comes to money and Kerry men, um, it is uh, their be-all and end-all. Yeah. Um, and when it comes to Gaelic football and Kerry men, it is um, death. <laughs> like you're just like uh, uh, in a way it's admirable especially with football they live and breed Gaelic football yeah. down in Kerry like you would not believe it is the lifeblood and it is like I'm a big Cork GA football yeah, fan yeah. and um, sometimes uh, me and my friends when we were talking about football we got like we, we like we call them the animals yeah we call Kerry people the animals but they call them themselves that that's a famous uh, Kerry manager Paddy O'Shea once called the F- Kerry fans animals yeah. themselves like they call themselves themselves that um now they're hooligans like no they're just um they're ferocious uh so they're not are they not beating shit up not destroying cars and stuff ah no they're not filing that way it easy then. yeah 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 no it's like have it's, football rides and it's all done in a in a <laughs> ah, no, like in, i have a grudge like they're all ireland football champions yeah they're like uh but they just they're relentless it's something to be admired in a certain way but when you're yeah. not a part of that crew when you're not in there you kind of hate them yeah, yeah, Do you know I that get, kind I of way? I get what you mean. I get what um, you mean. So, yeah, fuck them. So um, you carry people? I, no, I love my wife, and I love them uh, outside of working with them and uh, Gaelic football. Besides that, I hate them all. <laughs> <laughs> I love all Kerry people. Buy tickets to my shows instead. If you're from Kerry, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Except if you're my wife and my wife's family. All my wife's family I love. Um, there's a really big punchline now in comedy <laughs> the Kerry jokes man yeah that's becoming very popular yeah I always see people being like oh yeah you're right your cousin's down in Kerry <laughs> yeah down in Kerry yeah I'm gonna get on, I'm gonna ask you a few questions Dan um yeah, we were supposed to be doing this podcast today with James as well. So when I wrote these questions out, it was in mind of both of you. So I can answer for him. Well, we'll just get you to answer for yourself today, <laughs> okay? Um, and we might get James on another day. So yeah. uh, I want you to tell me about um, your your journey in the Coco Club to date. And for those of you who don't know, guys, Dan is involved in the Coco Club now. Um, he is a, a profit share. Uh, you've got a profit share in the Coco Club. Yeah. So any profits that are made from the Coco Club, you get a share of the profits. We won't tell people how much it is because yeah. that's disgusting. Um, but you've got you know, got skin Loads in the game. Loads of money. You don't own the Coco Club or anything to do with I'm the Coco Club? I'm basically loaded. Like, but I'm basically you're, rich. Like, you're yeah. now like... I've just bought a new car actually. Yeah, yeah. You're creaming it. You're yeah. creaming it. Like I think 
think last last month you made over a hundred euros. Hundred thousand. Thousand euros. Hundred thousand euros. So what is? I want <laughs> to tell me what's your trajectory. Talk. I would talk you to tell me yeah. your experience, first experience. All the way up to where you are now. Well, I started book. out watching. A, I watched a comedy gig in a different comedy club, <laughs> where one of the performers was talking to me after the show, and I was telling him how I've always been interested in doing this myself. You know, the being the annoying fucking audience member you always get. And uh, then he said, "Oh yeah, there's this place called the Coco Club. It's in a place called the Roundy. Uh, looked it up on Google, found it there. They do an open mic every Monday. Just go and sign up." So I went in and I signed up. You weren't there. Sinead Walsh was running the night. Uh, great comic, Sinead Walsh. Uh, Shout out Sinead. She was on this Chanel. podcast. Yeah. She's been, she's been on this loads, hasn't she? Yeah. yeah. A few times. Um, and uh, she just, I went up being like, hey, I want to do comedy. Uh, would it be okay if I do five? And just the open mic, right? So like, get signed in. I think I was up first. Were you? I think it was up wow. very first. Yeah. Your and first gig. Yeah, ever yeah, yeah. your first stand in an open mic and I had written all these Yuck. jokes about like horoscopes and uh, Yas Kings you remember that I remember it and I went up and I like killed it like went really fucking well Oh, and did really you have any friends or anyone else? Nah, nah I didn't know anyone I was just fresh in cork I lived here for like two months at that point and then uh, that went really well and afterwards I was like okay that was really fun I've ticked that off the bucket list now all nice and then Sinead Walsh actually was like you need to come back. You need to do this again. Like, that was great. You need to do this again. Come back, come back, come back. So I listened to her and I came back for the second gig, which I originally wasn't even going to do. Like, And then I came back and I did really well again. I wrote a whole new five minutes as you do when you knew, right? <laughs> I was doing all weird esoteric alternative shit that I just never did again. <laughs> it went well again. And then I did that like four or five more times and then lockdown happened. And I did a few gigs with you, book spots that you gave me graciously. And everything, every gig went okay. Sometimes they could go quite bad. I had a few bombs at the time. Um, and then after lockdown, you you hit me up and you said, hey, I'm restarting the Coco. I want to sign like a trainee. I want to get like a apprentice resident comic in that I can train up and bring him up with me. And uh, I I was at the time, I was actually moving to London with James because uh, we wanted more spots. We were hungry for more spots. Like we really got bitten by the buck at the same time. Uh, and the move to London was the original plan. We found a nice apartment. We had ourselves, I was, I had myself signed up for like eight spots in the first two weeks of moving over. You know, it's fucking exciting. And you gave me that opportunity being like, hey, you can gig here once every week, guaranteed. Very soon, it'd be twice every week you can gig here. Eventually, it'd be three times every week. Uh, and that sounded so good. And it's such a good opportunity that I just, Throughout the London plan, I still have the visa. <laughs> if I want to go over, I still have that for like five years. And uh, I decided to do this instead. And then I've never looked back. Uh, and I've just come on as a comic, been trained up, um, started bringing some of my own ideas into promotion and organization and how to advertise it. And um, to your credit, you're very good at listening to new ideas. You always took in my suggestions. Many of them we realized pretty much immediately. And um, yeah, we've just kind of started building it together now. Where it's become like a social media brand, comedy club, content thing and it's been really fun and mm. i feel now i've come to a point where i'm very happy with my comedy development and i'm happy of where it's going mm. and i feel very confident what i'm doing yeah um outline your week for me now at the moment what's your week starting on um let's say starting on uh on, let's, let's say starting on a, on, a, on a wednesday no, let's start monday monday start on monday yeah Go on. so monday i would get up early i would get up at like seven to eight around that time frame I would go and uh, turn my laptop on and then I would spend the morning until like... Wanking. <laughs> that's before even. I do that in my sleep, man. I'm so pra so practiced. And then, I, and then I spend the whole morning from like... Wanking. Yeah, wanking <laughs> from nine till like half past one, 
wanking <laughs> wanking <laughs> <laughs> now working and then at half past one i'll take like an hour two hour long break on the xbox do something else and then i spend the rest of the evening working and i do a lot of video editing and do a lot of admin graphic design mm. for the club uh, i have a freelance job i'm doing at the moment and i fit all that in that time then i go to bed tuesday i do the same thing uh or sometimes i do a gig on tuesday or monday as well mm. depending how that's you do some stuff for tree by the lee as well the other podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a new podcast coming out with two other comedians in, a, in a, a couple of weeks called tree by the lee and we plug there yeah. Follow three by the Lee. <laughs> three, f- three by the Lee. Myself, Chris Kent, and Sinead uh, Quinlan, and we've got. Uh, you're doing all our videography for us, yeah. and uh, John James. See does what they audio. did is they got this young German guy who knows about cameras, and they Jorg got him is in. his name. Yeah, they got him in. They got him in to do the video for the podcast, mm-hmm. and then David McSavage saw that and just said, "I need to do that." <laughs> Come on, Dave. I need to find myself a German. <laughs> mm-hmm. David probably kill me. Like, he's about fucking twice my height. But I still, I do it for, if, like, the exposure, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, so then you're moving on to Wednesday then. You're down to... Yeah. Wednesday. So that Monday, Tuesday's admin and editing and creative work at home. Then I go Wednesday and I go down to Kalani from 2 o'clock. And we run a club down there, the Kingdom, as you mentioned before. Uh, flyer the whole day. Take, you know, like, rigorous breaks. Like, it's not really working from 2 till, till 7. It's more, you, you, you take your breaks and you make sure you're fine doing yeah. mentally and stuff. And then you do, I do the gig there, hosting or performing. Go back here at the moment. The moment those schedules, I go back to Mallow, go sit in the John Hughes war room. Uh, sleep in my bed, eat my food, smoke bed. my weed. Yeah, uh, smoke your weed, eat your food. Uh, you took some of my shrooms today, or you found some shrooms that I, that were, that yeah, were legal, uh, like, they were just lying around the place. Yeah, like legal mushrooms for steaks yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And then <laughs> you take my drugs, you eat my food. I, I go. Stay away from my woman, that was what I'd say, right? Stay I'm, away. I'm currently just getting, like, I'm currently just getting. And my your, kids. I'm right. currently just getting your kids to like me more than you. Like, that's my next goal. I'm yeah. going to learn everything I'm going to have to end you now, right? I'm gonna have to, you and Max Savage are going onto yeah. my list. The two of you at the same time, and you're going to I'm going to learn everything about Spider-Man. I'm going <laughs> to learn anything about the Power Rangers, man. I'll be I'll be their best friend. <laughs> so then today, then you get up, you do... We then, have our meeting then. Yeah, we have a meeting here. We talk about stuff. We talk about lineups. We do the finances, all the borrowing paperwork. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Coco. Yeah. And that's like the whole three days, all of those three days, I don't do anything else. I'm just yeah. fully in the Coco headspace. And Sunday you take off. And Sunday I usually take off. I still do a little bits and bobs on Sunday. I'm the exact same, except yeah. except it's um, on Sunday. I, I can't stop. Yeah, I yeah. can't stop. Even on Sundays, I'd still be tipping away doing little bits and pieces. Yeah, I usually do too. Yeah. I do love the, the social media. Just like prepping stuff, stuff like that yeah. as well. Because like I just do find that... Uh, to, I don't know if you're the same now, but I find th- the more you've prepped, to, like I I could be sending people gig requests at fucking half two in the morning, yeah. like you know I'd be awake. Like often I'll get into a, a a spurt of work, whether it's rehearsing or writing or uh, you know doing stuff for Coco, yeah, and it could be at like two o'clock in the morning. And this is all like admin work as well, like mm. the actual comedy writing and rehearsing. That's a completely different kettle of fish. Yeah, that's yeah. all. Uh, so you left your job. You left. You had a you had a proper job. Had a proper job. You had a job. proper had a, safe job. At a big corporation. You're gone only about a month now, really. I suppose. Mm. Um, how are you finding it? I'm finding it. It's it's going well. It's I'm liking it. I'm liking that I'm on my own schedule mostly. Yeah. Because I uh, like this sounds. <coughs> never get an home. O- never get an office job, lads. Uh, I I like the fact that I can now go and meet someone for coffee. Mm. Like I could never do that before. If I wanted to meet someone for coffee, it'd be like at seven in the evening because yeah. I'd be stuck at home in front of my screen 
all day. Now I can just go, okay, I've done this amount of work. I'm going to spend two hours going in yeah. town for coffee with a comedian who's in town or something. Yeah. And then I'm going to go back to the rest of the work. Yeah. And that's fantastic. That's like, amazing. It's so good for yourself. <clears throat> that That is great to have, yeah. to have that luxury of time. Yeah. And having to do that, like... I, I would also say that is one of the benefits of working for yourself yeah. is that you have, particularly in comedy, you're the master of how successful or unsuccessful you yeah, are, yeah. you know, by your ethic, by your work ethic. and um, But also, I think it's important to find the time to do stuff like that and, yeah, to, yeah. and to appreciate it. So that's, that's fucking amazing, man. Because when you work like an office or day job and stuff, like you always need to book the day off. If you have like a plan, you're like, I want to go to the Marina Market, I'm going to have to book the day off. Yeah. I'm going to have to book the afternoon. And that's a holiday as well. They, yeah, they, that's they, holiday. And they only give you yeah. a very limited amount of time. Yeah, and you're and like... Then you, and then you build up this expectation of, oh, I'm going to go to the Marina Market, I've booked it off. And then it's not going to be yeah. as great as you expected. And like speaking <laughs> of holidays, you're like literally in a, you're literally in now a month, right? Yeah. Um, I, and and you're taking you're taking three or four days off next week. You're going, to, or is it next week or the week after next? Uh, it's next week. I'm going to Germany, and yeah. you're going to Germany. Do you know what I mean? And uh, like, and I was saying this to you. This is something that you should definitely do more of, yeah. and it's something that I've done this year, and I'm going to do more of. Is taking. I'm two going to Amsterdam as well in October. It's just stuff I couldn't do when I was working. Yeah. and you know that this isn't coming out of my holidays. Yeah. And you know what? If I want to take, I can do this every week if I want mm. to. Um, mental health in comedy is um, is a tricky one. How do you protect your mental health? Is that the next question? This is mental health in comedy, yeah? That's a really nice segue we were just talking about yeah. that. That's yeah. good. How do, you pr- how do you, what steps do you take to protect your mental health? Do you take any steps at all? Do you I do, I do take some, but I'm a little weird because I'm a bit of a workaholic. I like being busy. Me too. I actually get way more depressed when I'm just laying in bed doing nothing. Yeah. I like being busy, busy, busy. So it's good for me to always have stuff to do and goals to work towards. Yeah. That really keeps me focused. But it is, to me, it's mostly stuff like that where if I, where if I'm working away for like three hours in the morning in my room and I get like a message of a friend of mine being in town, I'm like, I can just go hang out with them. Mm. And just go chat away for two hours and it'll completely refresh me. It'll reset me. I'll mm. be ready to go back to it, you know? Yeah. I think I'm kind of the same as well. I like some, like, I think time away from what I, I, I love to do nothing but this. Mm. But sometimes it becomes overwhelming and you're yeah. like, oh my God, I've just fucking, I'm just doing nothing but this now. Or I'm obsessing over fucking, you know, whatever it is in, in, our, in our line. But then if I'm pulled away out of it, for example, next week, I'm going to play FIFA in the afternoon with Dom and Tyg and so on. Yeah, yeah. You know? And that's just going to be like three or four hours of us ridiculing Pure each pleasure, other. yeah. And it'll be pure pleasure. And then I'll come home and I will be, like you just said, replenished. Yeah. Um, I do other things now for my mental health as well, though. Is, like, do you do, like, is, is there anything else that you do for your mental health? Is there any... Um, like, I like I go to this one spot in my neighborhood, uh, which is by the by the River Lee. It goes to my neighborhood, and um, the, there's this one spot where you can walk up to, and it's very unkempt, like the nature there. So you can just climb down and grab walk onto this island in the middle of the river. And I usually go there for a little smoke and a little relax, and that mm. helps me. But besides that, not much. I'm not into meditation and stuff like that. It doesn't work for me. Doesn't work for you. No, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm more of a I'm, I'm more of a realistic guy. I need like I need to see a piece of nature. I need to see like a mm. friend of mine, and that gets me sorted. You're more tangible, yeah, as yeah. opposed to realistic. Because if you had someone yeah. in here now who's into meditation, they'd yeah. fucking slit your throat. <laughs> it's and very like, realistic now. Yeah, listen, man. I know I you're was getting very something. Very sad, and now I'm happy. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's all. Whatever works for people is realistic, I guess. Yeah, that's great, man. That's great. Like I mean, I actually think as long as people are aware, what do you do for your physical health? Do you do anything for your? Physical I work health? out. Do you work out? I uh, work with weights at home, um, but only a little bit. I'm not like crazy. I don't. I used to go. Uh, I like swimming. 
yeah. I like swimming I like swimming and I like weight training but there's also it's with me it's always the stuff that really works for me and stuff that doesn't work at all yeah. and if I force myself to do the stuff that doesn't work because people tell me that's good for you yeah. like going for a run would be one for me that works yeah. for a lot of people you just go for a run you feel better if I did go for a run every day I'd be miserable I hate it yeah. I despise nothing more so for me it's like I just need to sit at home and do some weight training for an hour just lift a bit yeah. and then I'm I'm so you get something out of it yeah. like I don't do anything like that I fucking I, what I do is I go for a sauna nearly five six days a week yeah, yeah. sit into the sauna for 20 minutes that's good too man sweat the living shit out of myself and um, I usually have a big bake before I go in there yeah. as well so I'm like stoned inside in a sauna and I'm sweating and then I love then the cold showers afterwards two minutes three minutes of a freezing cold shower yeah. bringing my body temperature right down and then when I finish that I walk over to a bench and I sit down and I do um I do some breathing exercises, close my eyes. People, um, people probably think I'm meditating, but I'm just mm. like counting my breaths. Like, yeah. Know? And then that whole process takes me 30 minutes. I try and do it before every gig. Did it yesterday. Going to do it today. Going to do it tomorrow. Going to do it on Saturday. And it kind of sets me in a nice little pattern. Um, but like, yeah, each to their own. Like, it's like fucking, yeah. like I like your idea of going down by the river. I sometimes go down by the river here. Yeah. And a little smoke and just listening to the, to, to the water. That's what I found out the most about all of this is that, um, there's always a lot of people who give you advice about what's good for your mental health and a lot of that is very well-meaning but every mind is so unique that you just need to find what works for you and there yeah. can be someone be like oh this yoga class is brilliant i feel so reflective yeah. but it might just not be for you and yeah. it might make you worse for going and it, and and you can get a bit of guilt as well like yeah. if you don't like yoga like i've tried yoga a few times i'm like fuck's sake like i just want to fart yeah <laughs> you know and like it's like i'd be holding in and then, then i'm like do you ever try and hold in a fart like when you're stretching it's impossible yeah, you know yeah. and then there's a hot old doll in lycra pants beside you <laughs> and you're like i can't fart next to this chick you know it's the same with she already me. thinks I'm a loser. Like, Everyone's like, running is so good. And if I go for a run, I just feel like, man, I look like such an idiot. I look like such a jerk running around here in shorts. I hate it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's good, though, that you have your things, that you recognize your things, yeah. that you fucking... I think it's important to it's important to recognize these things. Because I remember saying to yourself and James at the start of the summer, before the season got going, I remember saying to both of you, saying, guys, you got to look after your health for the next couple of months, your physical and your mental health, because mm. we're going to get busy. We're going to be super duper fucking busy for the next few months and if you're not physically and mentally held uh, uh, look after your health physical and mental you'll run yourself down yeah. and you'll have a bit of a fucking you'll have a bit of a stop so it's good that you have your things in place and it's great and structure is excellent as well um, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival is on at the moment yeah. and um, it's coming to an end now this week uh, I didn't do it this year myself uh, for a variety of reasons uh, probably the two main reasons I didn't do it was I wanted to put my efforts into getting Coco fucking flying which it is mm -hmm. that's the main reason that I wanted to do it and second of all when it, it opened up at the start of the year I was like oh because we weren't sure what, what was going to happen with COVID we were yeah. still in a lockdown situation and people were like will we won't we will we won't we and I was like do you know what I don't want to spend any money fucking preparing for this and then for it to be wiped away so yeah. I decided not to do it but there I think we're going to bring a Coco compilation show over next year I think it definitely was the right choice to not go this year yeah definitely Yeah, and I, I, I think I, I, I was saying to you in the car on the way home I think like what I'm going to do next year is I'm going to bring my solo show over there, the f mm. um, uh, a bird in the hand. And I'm going to definitely do it for two weeks. Yeah. I think two weeks is all I want to do because yeah, well, yeah. I'm looking at com comedians over there at the moment, and they're working their asses off. And they're, I can see from their from the start to the way they are now how tired they were. And I did that with Family Guy. I was so exhausted. I think two weeks you'd have the vibrancy and the excitement. And um, I think we'll do a Coco compilation show anyway. I'm going to do my own solo show next year. So. Um, and 
I don't know if you guys are going to do anything, but I, I think you should definitely yeah, try, and try and do something. If it's a two-way show, maybe even a three-way show with someone else, whatever works. Could do a three-way show yeah. easily, yeah. Like I remember the first year I went over, I did a, a three, uh, I did a two-way show and then I did a three-way show and it, yeah. it definitely helps, you know. It's but it's not the be-all and the end-all uh, either at the Edinburgh Fringe, but it is uh, definitely a great experience yeah. to do. Um, I'm going to finish up now. I have one more question for you, right? I, I want to ask you the question of what... Where do you like? You're really only at comedy now, really, probably a year, a year, year a really. Yeah. Like, and I mean, your trajectory has been great. You, you you started off as an open micer. You've come into the club now, um, and uh, you know, when I took you on, you still were kind of like raw, and um, you know, needed a bit of work. And you, what was great about you was you were so eager to learn and mm. so happy for advice, and didn't take any of the we'll say the constructive criticism to heart it was always you know Why would you, man? Trying to get better. I know some people yeah. do some people do some people do and they take it to heart and it's like a fucking you know but you didn't and mm. I think the, you can see the rewards now I mean you've won national competitions you've been to finals in national competitions now you're like uh, as I said you're, you've are you come on in a profit share uh, in, in the Coco Club you're actually making within 12 months you're actually ma- making decent money it's mm. only going to get better and better um and uh, you're you're absolutely you know so far away from that person this time yeah. last year who was going oh I'm going to go over and get these unpaid spots in London mm. and live and you'd probably have to get a fucking another job and I was going to say my home office there but like still I would have been stuck in a job I don't like yeah so are are you happy with your with your twelve months projection your yeah I'm very happy yeah I think this is the best I uh, could have gone in twelve months if I didn't uh, <coughs> any so but I never did I just kind of saw where it took me you know what's what are the negative points of uh, of this life mm, from your perspective the the most negative thing that I find especially between comedy and Ireland is I don't like how clicky it all is. That's yeah. one thing I really don't like about it. It's like, because it's such a small scene, everyone knows each other and everyone knows each other's gossip. Mm. And I don't like that. The one thing I was looking forward to in in London is that when you gig over there, it's you come, you do your spot, you maybe have a bit of crack with the comedians, then you go. And that's not the and way it is at all over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was talking to, to a comedian. It's just as clicky. He, it's ten t- Dennis, <laughs> who was gigging with us recently, said London is 10,000 times worse. Yeah, then just cli- I was talking to a, a, another person recently he's a bird watcher i mm. think you know who the person is i'll tell you afterwards won't give his name away on the podcast oh yeah, yeah. he's a, he's a, a, and there's a society of bird watchers and he was telling me about the clicks within the <laughs> bird watching society <laughs> and how he was bullied for years by the older <laughs> bird watchers so i used to play poker professionally there was clicks in poker as well there's, there's cli- clicks everywhere clicks man. everywhere um but yeah. like yeah it can be a nasty it can be i feel like just especially something like this where it's so so performance based where the only thing that should matter is that you go up on stage and you smash it that's what really <coughs> doesn't matter and if you do it every time you're you're great but i in a feel like that it's especially a little frustrating sometimes yeah i think uh i think to avoid that is you have to have the mentality of go in do your thing go home yeah say nothing to no one drive on smash it yeah well, that's difficult too because then you meet nice people and you're yeah. like i, I like yeah. this guy and then the people that you, that, that you feel are nice and then you're becomes friends with them then they can let you down or then you, or you yeah. let them down and it, it's life clicks are fucking all over the place as um, a friend of mine ellen she is uh she's a regular at this dog park where every whole neighborhood brings their dog right 
And this little dog part is the clickiest, most like turf war drama ridden place. Like it's hilarious. She was telling me there's this one dog who's scared of German shepherds. He just hates German shepherds. He's a racist dog. Like the dog is literally <laughs> racist against German shepherds. And every time someone brings a German shepherd to the dog park, she's like, you can't bring that here. What? <laughs> you can't bring German shepherds here. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. It's because the dogs are racist. Like. <laughs> La- last question for you, so we got to wrap this up, okay? Yeah, Thank yeah. you for being my guest today as no well. Um, five years' time, five years' time. In five years' time, Dan Lucas. Where do I see myself? The only funny German. Where would you like, in an ideal world, what would you like? I, I got this one. Okay. All I right. know this. I, I got this all pictured out, right? In five years, I imagine myself. I wake up in the morning. Uh, wanking. Th- my Wanking. The doorbell rings. I, I get my camera equipment. I get my video equipment open. It's David McSavage. <laughs> <laughs> He's standing there ready. He's like, are you ready to... F- to f- <laughs> He's like, I've gotten rid of Jörg. I don't want Jörg anymore. You're the one now, Dan. I need a new German. And I flip Cornelius off behind me and I ride off with David McSavage. And fill yeah, man. <laughs> you, can, you can go off with him in five years. <laughs> And we'll do a wife swap. I'll take your. You take your. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, Jörg, it's all forgiven. I'm so sorry. Do you mind if I call you Jürgen? <laughs> nah, but seriously, I think. I thought you were going to go into a serious answer there. That was hilarious. Nah, thank you. It's, it's, I tend to be a little funny sometimes. Mm, um, you yeah. intend it? Sometimes. Sometimes. It's hard. But I, no, my serious answer would be I, uh, I've always had the same dream. I just want to be able to do what I want to do creatively and make money of it. Yeah. If I can just have an idea like I want to do this short film and then yeah. I'm establishing enough then someone will fund it for me then that would yeah. be ideal I want to do this I'm going to do I'm going to uh, curate a musical album now I'm yeah. going to write a TV show now and yeah. I'm going to do this comedy hour now that'd be yeah. the dream well you're on the path for it man yeah. because the only way that's going to happen is if you do it for yourself yeah you if I, I mean? just my my hands on a lot of creative pies then yeah. either way yeah. and there's um, yeah here's to fucking all those things happening for you man listen thanks for coming out today's uh, to show all right, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. If you enjoyed today's show, please, um, you know, like and subscribe. Be on to David Get get on to David McSavage, and um, yeah, like and subscribe, and tell everyone how much you liked it. And um, yeah, I have a Patreon as well. Listen to the Patreon. There's a link is in the bio if you want to hear some older episodes. Um, till next week, stay in by the wall. Peace and love. <laughs>